Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Shay Ryan Douglas, and in this series, we explore community connection, optimal human potential, and transformational collective growth through inspiring stories and conversations with a diverse range of people who are working towards positive change in the world. This is really exciting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To get the full video versions of all the interviews on this podcast, please visit earthheroestv.com and I'd greatly appreciate it if you took the time to like, share and subscribe. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. I think you just unmute there, Yvonne. I thought I'd unmuted myself. Well, there you go. Um, well, so I just want to say hi and we haven't seen each other for a while. How have you been and what have you been up to? Thanks, Yvonne. Yeah, good to see you too. Um, it's been really good. I've spent the last week kind of recuperating and recovering, but um, on the weekend, yeah, the holistic conscious life events was just really inspiring and it gave me a really, um, real deep sense of hope actually, um, particularly in this Sunshine Coast community. A lot of people who are at that same level of awareness of the current state of affairs in the world and and also more than that taking action every day to um you know support humanity and be of service and share their gifts and their talents and and their wisdom through workshops and meditations and um, a lot of healing arts at the festival so it was really beautiful um weekend spent and feeling invigorated with new sense of life again so so going really good thanks Yvonne how are you well, I'm pretty good. I've um, look when you say that, I just I'm I'm so excited because what you just said about action, people are taking action. They're not just talking about it, and then it's no longer woohoo. And you know, there's actually people are realizing that things need to change, and they are changing things, and they're changing things within themselves. They're changing things as a result that they feel empowered to change things outside. And that's the one of the reasons I wanted to have this discussion about reprogramming the mind because um, you, the thing about the mind that I've learned is that it's not our own until we make it our own. Because when, when we're born, you know, we come with a clean slate. We have, there's nothing in our subconscious. It's an empty um, slate that is waiting to be filled and so from that moment on, the programming begins and it starts to have all these files in the subconscious. And as we've learned, the subconscious then takes over and starts to run our life. But of course, the, the things that are put into that subconscious come from somebody else and it depends on who's putting what in there. And so we, we have this misunderstanding that that is who we are. You know, he's often, yes, but you know, that's who I am. I, I've always been that way. Well, no, that's how you were programmed to be by what was put into you. And is that really in alignment with that wonderful individuated signature of, of what I call your essence? And if it isn't, then it's obviously not yours. It's somebody else's. It's time to reprogram. And, and I'm finding more and more people are, are recognizing that, First of all, that they have been programmed and that this is not their authentic self and their authentic self is buried somewhere underneath a whole lot of stuff that was put in by somebody else and by society, by, you know, by expectations of, of lineage, of culture, of, you know, well, we can go on forever. We can spend an hour of telling you how, what actually programs us. So I just wanted to have a chat with you and say, well, so... What was the first thing that you felt that that worked for you to start? Well, first of all, to recognize that, and then how did you go about tackling that and and reprogramming that to be in alignment with your essence and with your authenticity? Because you know, for me, that is just such a um, such an important aspect of this whole journey. Yeah, thanks for um, bringing this to the forefront, Yvonne. I really love this conversation around reprogramming um, my mind. <clears throat> and 
I mean, the number one takeaway and and starting point for any of this is has to be what you said, recognizing or what I would call awareness, coming into awareness of um, the realization that we are actually um, have these minds that have been programmed um, to reciprocate certain patterns of behaviors and patterns of emotions. And for me, I remember I, I didn't quite comprehend this whole notion until um, I really sat and absorbed and soaked up the information that Dr. Bruce Lipton shared around our imprinting period, which is that development of the brain and how the brain waves work and how they function from a vibratory perspective, like the frequencies of our minds, which can be measured, which is really cool in today's day and age with the EEG that they can, you can measure the state of your brain, whether it's in, you know, alpha, gamma, theta, um, whatever state our mind is in, which is really important to recognize the different states of our brain activity in the reprogramming process. Um, this is what I found out and learned later down down the line because I didn't I didn't quite comprehend all of this and how our um, anatomy and then our bodies and how our um, you know our mind and our hearts actually function and how they operate and, and how they work. And so I was just as we do operating, I was operating out of my unconscious um, patterning, which was what I had learned from when I was growing up as a young boy. And so Dr. Bruce Lipton, in his work, he really highlights that there's two parts of the brain. And I'm just going to give this little bit of a background and then I'll share kind of my processes and what I use to be able to reprogram that others might find useful as well. But ultimately, there's two two areas to the brain. One is the conscious mind and the other one is the unconscious. And the way that he, well, the way that I like to relate that is that our, um, when we are learning to drive, as a simple example, we have to be very conscious of the steering and the brakes and changing the gears and driving the car because it's our first time learning this and it's a new pattern that we're embedding into our um you know, nervous system and into our bodies to be able to drive with competence. And then eventually, like I know so many times um, when I would get up and drive to work and then I would get to work and I'll think, oh my God, how did I get here? I was almost like I was on autopilot. Like it was a pattern that was repeating out that I got to work and I was like, wow, um, I don't even recall, you know, uh, how I drove here. It just happened automatically which is mm-hmm. unconscious. Um, Brilliant analogy. Yeah, thank you. And for me, realizing that some of those unconscious patternings from my childhood were not necessarily serving, um, you know, the, the holistic being that I am. Um, and an example of that was um, the emotional suppression, which was a program that I had adopted from an early age that I would suppress a lot of my emotions. And so to, to become aware that that was a pattern for me, I then had the choice to continue to repeat that pattern, or I can now look at how, how can I reprogram my behavior and my, um, processes to be able to navigate my emotions with more intelligence and more awareness and be able to express them openly um, and freely. And so that, that has been, <clears throat> as an example, um, a, a, a process that has been relevant for me. Um, and, and I've had to reprogram my mind because that's, you might ask, well, how's the mind and emotions relevant? Well, the story that I would play out in my mind about how I can share my emotions was that I mustn't share my emotions. I must keep them to myself. Otherwise, um, I'll be, I have a fear that I'll be rejected. So this is the unconscious pattern or belief that's playing out in my mind that I had to look at and rewrite and embed practical action um, steps to be able to let go of that 
um, old belief and that old story that was playing out over and over and over and over again that was suppressing my emotions and, and shutting them down and then and then identify for me it was important to identify when what was um, triggering that old story to come up again because I'm sure we'll, we'll elaborate on this more with Yvonne but ultimately the beautiful part about reprogramming um, the the body and the mind and the subconscious is that it's not just a one and done um, journey. I wish it was, but it's uh, it seems to be, from my experience so far, definitely a life journey um, that continues to um, present itself another another chance for even more depth, more layers to be peeled back, more depth of patternings and belief to be embedded, and um, more more harmony. Um, to what's natural for the, the the human body in a holistic approach to come back into more resonant. And so I guess that's to start it off. For me, um, the, the number one key point in this journey of reprogramming the mind, I would say to start with number one is awareness. Um, and so that's a very key key element from there, and then and then it extrapolates. But I would love to hear more from you, Yvonne, as well, on your journey in reprogramming your mind. Um, how that? Well, you know, I'm so excited about this discussion because you have, and if people are what the people that are watching, I suggest that you actually have a pad and a pen because this is so valuable because you have just hit it right on the nail right on the head, the first step. If you're going to do a step-by-step, step, I love steps, um, mm. that the first step is acknowledgement. It is seeing it, that awareness. If you're not aware of it, you, you're an automatic robotic reactionary being that runs on the old programming. And so what you're really describing is neuroplasticity and we're learning a lot more about that because every time that we... Uh, reinforce the programming and you know we reinforce that pathway that neural pathway and the reprogramming process is to go down that path less often and to create a new path that is then of benefit to us that is in resonance with who we really are in our authentic self so that number that first step is so essential so how do you build that awareness well, once you recognize that that the way that you're operating your life, and that takes enormous self-honesty, but when you are learning that, that, you know, my life isn't working the way that I'd like it to work, and we stop blaming the outside for it, and then we come back and we go, okay, what is it in me? That because the outside is a reflection of the, the inside, and people get it back to front. They think that if the outside changes, the inside's better. It's the other way around. And so we're learning that more and more. And that's, I think, one of the biggest wake-up calls that we're all coming to realization for. So, okay, so we realize that, that life isn't exactly how we'd like it to be. Then we go, okay, if I'm going to create this, but there's so many throwaway phrases, you create your reality. Everybody goes, yes, yes, we do. I go, why are you creating it this way? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> well, if you if you say you create your reality, why do you keep creating the same difficulties, the same lack, the same, you know, blame, shame, whatever we have? So, so you say the phrase, but do you have an understanding of how that process works? And that process of you create your reality is simple. When you know it and you start to practice it, because everything's practice, as you as you said before. Yes, you 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 know you suddenly have the knowledge, and then you have to reprogram it, and that has to be, you know, repeated and repeated. You have to keep reminding yourself, you know, and and looking at what triggers it. But it starts off first of all you, by monitoring your thoughts, and people often argue and say, "No, you don't have to do that," but you do. If you want to know how you operate, and, and I that was that's still my passion. How do I operate? 
I'm living in this miraculous, self-generating, regenerating organism that I call my, me, and and I had no instructions, and I've got no clue. I know that when I run into a wall, it hurts. But why did I run into the wall in the first place? You know, it, it was really, I just need to know how this works so I can keep working it and refining it so it, it, it works, you know, like like a finely oiled, beautiful, not a machine because we're not a machine, organism, you know, in syntropy, in, with synchronicity, with flow, in alignment with nature. So, yes, it comes from that awareness. Monitoring your thoughts, get to know what, how this is working. What is this thinking machine that keeps spitting out these things that are what you call your unconscious, and, and it doesn't really matter what it is for me, it's the subconscious, but, you know, if we don't go into those files and we don't look and see what's running us, then it's, it just runs them up. So becoming very vigilant and, and being the observer of yourself without judgment. The problem is we're constantly comparing and judging against someone else. This is about self-knowledge. First know thyself. And then that, that awareness of, gosh, I think that, wow, where did, you know, is that thought beneficial for me? Does that thought make me feel good? You know, we talk about having a chatterbox in our heads. But I was thinking the other day, but if you hear a voice, which we actually don't, it's a cognitive awareness, which we call a voice. But if you hear a voice speak to you and it isn't saying anything that feel that is aligned with who you know inside you choose to be. In other words, if we are all beings of kindness, that is our nature as humans. So if the voice is being unkind, either to you or to someone else, it is not yours. And so you go, hang on a minute, I don't know where that comes from, but that is not mine because that isn't who I am or who I choose to be. And when we start to recognize the difference between the thoughts that, that make us go, hmm, yes, and the thoughts that make us go, ooh, or take us to fear or take us to anger or take us to blame or shame, all of those things that are below 200 you know, hertz vibrational scale, then we know that that isn't who we are. That is not who we're meant to be. And so this unraveling, so yes, step one, definitely the awareness, and then the action. And the action is to pick ourselves up on it, to, to be the observer and to, to see it and to examine, as you say, the triggers, but also to write a new program. And... It's writing the new program and people say, oh, I do all these affirmations. Okay, I just want to have a little say, and I've said this before about affirmations. The word affirmation just means affirming something. And you have and I have been affirming our program shit for years. So affirming doesn't mean it's good. It just means that you're reiterating what's in there. So make sure that when you write these phrases or when you write these statements, and that's why I changed the language, they're statements of inspiration. With the understanding that the word inspiration means to inspire, to breathe life into. That's what that word means. And so you start to make statements that make that, that open you up, that makes your cells open and go, yes that's aligned with my, that resonates with me. And that's how we then begin to create these new neural pathways. And we start to, the more that we go through those pathways, the less often we will be triggered to go down the old ones. So, yeah, I think that's so, it's so, so vitally important. And it, it's, it's a life journey, as you said. It's a life journey. This is not something I still, I'm still really 
conscious um, of of what comes out of my mouth and 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 what's going on in my head. Well, there's not much going on in my head. I gave that up. I emptied my head because there was too much rubbish in there. And so now I've moved it to the only place that gives me truth, and that is my heart and my soul. And that is the hero's journey that we talk about so often, taking it from here to here to here. And all our schooling has really brought us to this misunderstanding that it's our intellect that's so important. And look, I was the biggest intellectual snob you could come across. Um, and now I don't, my intellect's asleep. It's like, no, it's, it's this. This is my truth. This is, tells me what is aligned with me. So I just emptied all of that. And, and, I, and the program that I run doesn't run from up there anymore. It runs from down here. So yeah, um, and and that takes and that takes you know discipline. And I've talked a lot about you know your commitment, your dedication, your discipline, your determination, and it takes consistency, and and it takes intention. It takes intention, where you go, you know what? I've tried it the other way, but it didn't work. So I'm going to do it and you know a different way, and so. Once you've got the awareness, then you start to look at how, what, if knowing what I know today, how would I program me? And you start to write that down in statements of inspiration that resonate. And then you replace the old program with a new program that you create from where you're sitting today. And that, by the way, needs to constantly be readjusted because we're a work in progress for as long as we are alive in these bodies we are a work in progress so we need to keep adjusting and that often is a challenge so how do you feel about all of that little story yeah i love it yvonne thanks for sharing it's so so true and so good and just want to invite anyone who's tuning in for this um live broadcast or even the recording Give us a thumbs up if you're enjoying this conversation as well. And let us know in the comments what you do or what tools you put in place or how you reprogram your mind. I'm really curious to hear from you guys as well. But something that stood out for me as you were sharing, Yvonne, <clears throat> was I kind of labeled it the unconscious. You termed it the subconscious. And I often like to think of it as the super conscious because, as we're all aware, it's generally – 95% um, of the time on average, they say that we're operating out of these patternings. And what I've come to realize is that there is, you know, a question that might be coming up for a lot of people right now is you generally tend to ask in these um, conversations, like, what is my programming? What are my patterns? What are my behaviors? And it's a great question to ask. And it's quite an obvious answer because it's, you know, what shows up in your life, you know, like how, what shows up in your relationships, how does, you know, your day-to-day, -day, um, you know, self-talk play out. And um, that's where I've come to realize that there, there is a subconscious or a superconscious drive in the body towards wholeness, towards um, reconciliation, towards harmony, towards um, that natural vibration that we all um, have and all emanating from but it's often our own self that prevents it from getting there and and it's like that there's this drive that of our subconscious patterning that plays out that is um, presenting us opportunities for us to heal and for us to love and to for us to come back into a compassionate place to resolve all of the unresolved emotional trauma that may potentially be there that is um, you know offering an opportunity for us to go deeper into um, what Yvonne said into her heart into our hearts into our um, unconditional love for ourselves and and our um, immediate loved ones like our mother and father generally this is where we adopt a lot of our unconscious superconscious behaviors from a childhood is from the primary he and the primary she in our upbringing which is often our mother and fathers who if um you know we can end up 
accumulating all of this um, bitterness inside and having this resentment which over time becomes really destructive and causes a lot of ailments and puts us out of alignment and can cause dis-ease in the body, literally manifest physically in some form unless that, that forgiveness and that deeper appreciation comes back into the body and, and in through reprogramming the mind by shifting the story from I'm a victim because this happened to me and they didn't do that into an empowered state of I am so grateful that this has happened for me to grow and to have more love and more trust and more faith and more more belief in myself and in this journey and and that that shift of story from it's happening to me simply to it's happening for me is a huge huge journey to undertake and it's a massive responsibility to take that choice because it's it's very we could talk about it all day long but to actually put it into place and into action on a regular daily basis is a whole not to really like grasp that concept and apply it to every waking moment of life it it can be challenging because you know there is so much that happens in our physical environment that is seemingly out of our control that we don't have any control over i can't you know dictate what other people do and say and think but the one thing that is within our control with this with in our right is how we perceive what is going on in our environment through our through our minds and the stories that we tell about ourselves and so um, it's it's moving from a state of disempowerment into a state of empowerment meaning that we have the power that we have the ability to be able to shape our destiny moving forward and the one of the biggest practices for me um, Yvonne had had um, mentioned it um, about the affirmations and they're so so relevant and so great to do what I've come to realize is that there's a period in um, the day actually happens twice in the day where our um, the activity of our minds is more suggestible now this has been measured through the EEG as I mentioned at the beginning of the conversation um, when our minds are going through it, um, and, although it ha generally happens at two times a day, so you, can, you can do this at any time of the day, actually. And what tends to happen is it's in that period when our minds are shifting from the, you know, awake state where we're really active and the mind is, you know, thinking about all the things. And then we're shifting, we're transitioning to a state where our minds are relaxed and very calm and ready for resting and sleeping and so the the times of day that i'm talking about is when we're getting ready for bed and then when also we're waking up and you'll probably like if you think about these times of the days you'll probably have moments where in the morning you kind of go through a state of like ready to wake up and you kind of open your eyes and you're getting more active and then you're like oh now i'm going to go back to have a little rest and just nod off again and fall back asleep. And then generally this is when we have the most dreams because we are our minds are going through a process of shifting states from, um, you know, the, the dreaming state into the active state um, of being on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's at this period where um, it's been studied that our mind is the most suggestible for tapping into that super conscious um, programming and so that's when generally I th th that's why in yoga for example it's called the sattvic time in yoga is in that early morning period and they this is also when you're in a natural rhythm in the natural circadian rhythm it actually synchronizes with the the um, timing of when the sun rises and also when the sun sets over the horizon because there's a period of time in that day when ultimately it's going through a transition. So we're changing from day to night or night to day. And in that period, 
our minds, if we're in the natural flow, also go through a shift in, in its state of its vibration, meaning that it's, you know, very active, it would be moving very fast, as opposed to very slow, which is the gamma state. And why, why is this the most suggestible time for these affirmations? It's generally because it has to do with as we, our brain is developing as a child, our brains take, um, you know, uh, generally they say around 10 years, but it goes on for life, actually it goes on for a number of years for the brain to develop fully. But in the first 10 years of development in the brain in a child, they start off, um, if you look at it, look at a child, they're very, um, they want to sleep most of the day. You know, their brains aren't fully active and in the alpha state, um, they're, they're very um, generally calm and in their imagination and their creativity early. And they often have to have naps and, you know, they're, they're resting a lot. And so their brain is not fully active yet until they develop and grow older. So what happens when we um, we calming the mind, we are also going back to that same state as we were when we were a child, when we were suggestible to certain um, ways of being as a child in our more subconscious or unconscious or superconscious mind so that then in that period um, we can also to reprogram our mind as adults if we look at our lives and we say wow this is uh, like I want to change my patterning then at these periods of times of days when we're our mind is coming to a resting state and we're about to nod off before bed and we're falling asleep or vice versa in the morning that's why the yogis get up and they meditate straight away first sunlight even before sunlight they're up and meditating um, because we can then at that moment tap into our unconscious with more more um, precision and and you know um, have more suggestion over what kind of thoughts and life and affirmations we want to create in our lives moving forward so that's something that I've done is when I'm going to bed I would listen to um, I would certainly turn the news off that's for sure turn off telegram um, before going to bed um, and and although it can be addictive to get into that you know those instant dopamine hits my suggestion would be to um, put on some nice tracks that even what I've done before has worked really well is recording my own voice and then re-listening to the voice of the belief system that I want to embed into my mind as I go to sleep um, to help reprogram and to wake up for a, a beautiful day the next day. So that's something that I've found has worked really, really well for me. And um, yeah, I think it could be beautiful little approach and just as I'm saying that I'm noticing um, Karina who's tuning in sending her love to us both so it's beautiful if any of you guys also have something that you use as a tool to help reprogram your mind I'd love to hear but maybe Yvonne you'd like to elaborate a little bit further as as to um, what works for you. I just love listening to you because um, I think what's important about this conversation today is that not everyone needs to do it the same way and we you know there are so many different ways and I just want to uh, just address a few things and about this the, we need to label things for some reason okay and so the superconscious unconscious and subconscious I just want to put pull that apart for a minute because it can be very confusing for people because when they go yeah well what are you really talking and what does what so from my understanding and the way that it works for me is that the, uh, the subconscious is purely this, the, the filing cabinet of all the programming that has put into you for you to be human. So we, we're not naturally human. We're, we're energy beings. So when we land into this, this flesh and blood, then we have to learn to be human. If you look at children, they need to learn how to be human. So the subconscious is the filing cabinet where they put the information of how to be human. Now, of course, that depends on who's telling you how to be human. So if you've got an ex-murderer teaching you how to be human, you know what 
what that will end up with okay so for me that is a separate part which which is important and the unconscious and superconscious is the part of you that is the innate it's the natural you so you said in the beginning that you know that is constantly wanting you to be um, aligned with your natural self it's constantly asking you to be more of you and so that's why there is a difference but let's throw away the labels because they are confusing so one area of your brain is where all your programming lives and another area is you know and the and the the, the unconscious and superconscious are not there they are here they're they're down here that it's quite different and as we've learned the in the heart you know is is so much more powerful energetically and vibrationally than the brain is so the brain for me is is nothing more or less than a transmission station it receives information and it sends out information that's all it does we give it far more credit than it needs to our mind is our brain is not our mind they're two separate things okay the mind is created by the stories that we run in the brain but the mind is something separate it is in it's it's not you know and we won't go there today but so that's the label that i want to look at the other thing too that i want to just talk to you about this this moment of suggestibility that we're in and that is the the moment between alpha and beta that is the state so alpha is this moment where we are just going and you know i've got a wonderful and i think i've done it once before but i've got a wonderful way of getting you into alpha really quickly and and if you can do that and stay aware while you do it that is a beautiful way to do what you're talking about of to inspire you in that moment so if you just sit there and hold your, your head straight but roll your eyes up to the ceiling and don't strain them just just quietly now all right no straining you just roll them up quietly and then close your eyelids over them and that so you're looking into the top of your eyelids okay just gently and then pay attention to your breathing keeping your eyes in that position just Observe your breathing. Then as you're observing your breathing and you have your eyelids over your upturned eyeballs, notice what happens to your physical body. And when I watch you, there is a moment where all of a sudden it clicks in and it's like, oh, can you feel that? That total letting go. And that is the body going into alpha state naturally, just like that. You can take a deep breath and come back now, Shay. <laughs> Could you feel that? What did, what did that feel like? Yeah, definitely. I felt um, I was really, before, you know, becoming aware of my breath, I was really, um, really trying. And uh -huh. then it was like, and my eyes were even flittering. And then as yep. I took a deep breath and you guided me just to relax into it, it was like I was able to just to drop in and be at a, at a calmer state. So, you, you know, and when you do that often, what really, I know for me what happens is it's like everything just rolls off my back. It's mm. like, it's like, oh. And so that's that moment of that, that you're taking yourself consciously into that state. We have mm -hmm. so, our bodies are miraculous. And when you learn these little tricks that we can do, there are so many of them. And I, I love that one because, you know, when you're in a state of stress and a lot of people are living in a state of stress right now, then if you know that about your body, then you can you can sit at your office desk and go, 
hang on a minute. And it, it takes only a couple of moments and it just, it gives you that space, that moment of tapping back into the nature of you. Okay, that, that moment of suggestibility where you can then inspire yourself. And I loved what you said about uh, recording your voice and telling you the change of belief. That is just so powerful. I just love that. And so the programs that I've been running for over 30 years and that was taught right in the early days was exactly what you were talking about. The first thought in the morning, when you're just coming up, that's when you grab those crazy runaway thoughts. That's when you you instigate the thought that, that you choose. And I always say the first thought in the morning is, I love you, Vaughn. And that has just become now my everyday thing. I love you. I love you. And... From that moment, I am tuned into me. My second thought is I consciously sign up and connect to my highest, to my spirit or to my to source, um, my soul path. And I follow spirit without hesitation to the next phase of my journey and ask for the highest possibility. They are the first thoughts every morning because I've signed up for work. I'm no longer being the physical Vaughn that needs to do, 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 do. I am the conduit for my soul path. And that over the years means that I've got such trust and faith in that because I've replaced the need for approval from the outside world with the alignment, not approval, the alignment with my soul path and my innate authentic self. And it's a totally different way of experiencing life. And as you do that, you create these new reprogrammed states of being. And then at the end of the day, it's always so it's the beginning of the day and the end just before you go to sleep filled with gratitude and gratitude for all the things that are beautiful in life for you. And, and that to, that always takes you into a place of feeling blessed. And when you go to sleep feeling blessed, you wake up feeling blessed. And that eliminates this constant, I'm not enough, I don't have enough, it isn't enough. You know, and you just wake up and you go, I'm so grateful. Uh, you know, I'm breathing, I'm here, and, and this is life, and it's mine, and I, and I have the power to do with it as I choose. And this is something that we're all coming back to, this reprogramming our, our, um, our, it's our imprinting as you talk about with what is of benefit what is with growth producing we talked a lot about recently regeneration and this is us regenerating ourselves okay so any thought that doesn't uh, create uh, expansion or growth isn't regenerating so when i talk about well i can't afford it oh that is such a statement at the moment isn't it everybody how many people have not lived their life but i can't afford that i actually made a decision many years ago um because my ex-husband that was his every second word and so when i moved into um a different life i, I said to my children those are the words that i never allowed in my house again <laughs> change that language um if you don't have the funds for what you desire then it obviously isn't the right time and so um when it is it'll be there for you so you know it's again it's changing the way that you talk about perception so i think perhaps when we're looking at this reprogramming the mind that is the second key perception because I can look at you and I can look at you if I in my old programming and I think oh yes that's that's an attractive young man and he's uh, you know he's so old and, and and whatever and I can have a whole story about what you may or may not be um and um and I'm usually pretty and as I know you really well I'm completely wrong right 
So, um, or I can have a different, and, and then I will have the experience of you according to the story of my perception of you. Now, if that isn't aligned with, with an expansive, loving relationship, then how do I create that? I can look at you and go, wow, I wonder why you're in my life. I wonder what you have to share with me and what I have to share with you. And I wonder how we can both grow from that. Would I have a different experience of you? Would, you, would I? So, you know, this is really, you know, one, one, one sort of, for me, it is this perception. People are, are programmed into seeing life a certain way according to whoever is doing the programming. But if that doesn't give you a warm and fuzzy, then why are you perceiving it that way, right? I, I have absolutely no idea whether people, you know, what, what, whether they're big or little, I used to, but, or whether they're pink or yellow or green or whatever, you know, I, I just, I see an opportunity of yet, why are you here? What is, you know, what has brought us together? And so I'm constantly in awe. So when you're looking at how are you, how's your life experience right now? Well, if it isn't, what you want it to be, how are you looking at it? And the power is in, well, how about you look at it differently? So if you look at something and you go, gosh, that is ugly, are you enjoying it? No. Can you look at it and go, wow, somebody put a lot of effort into that and I, I I, you know, I wonder what they're wanting to, to say and what they're wanting to express. And the moment that you change that judgment to, to being open to look at it with oh, sort of the eyes of appreciation, that opens your cells. So for me, the second step to reprogramming is to take control of your perceptions, to know that you that is within your power to perceive things any way you choose. Yeah. I I just, I have people who come to me and I, I love you to have an open mind, open mind because I, I really, you know, I, I have so many people that come to me and they don't like themselves. They don't like the way they look. They don't like that, you know. And then I go, and particularly people who are the wrong size or the wrong way, whatever, and I always go, Take a great big pot of, of moisturizer and every day massage every little bit of yourself with love and gratitude and because without you there is no life at all. It doesn't matter what size it is, what it looks like. It is your conduit. It is your vehicle. And you look after your car better than you look after your, you know, after your body. And so the more you love it and you appreciate it, and have a perception of this is mine. This is my, this was given to me to travel this journey instead of it's too this or it's not enough that. So for me, perception is a key. And when you learn to be able to see that and get that and go, hang on a minute, the way I'm looking at that doesn't feel good. So what can I change to make that a perception that feels good and instantly you're reprogramming an old judgment yes that's so good Yvonne <clears throat> I love that I think that's so so important and just as you were speaking there I was kind of just reflecting on my own like story currently that you know I've been working through changing my perspective on and has has to do with you know the story that I was telling myself around um, being in winter and feeling a little bit less energetic and less kind of um, out there and kind of a bit more insular and because I because I've grown up in far north Queensland in the tropics I'm used to being um, it's like 
there's no time for winter up there and it's your, your energy's on the go all the time and that's what I'm used to. But then taking a moment and realizing, wow, no, this is so good to slow down and, nice. and yeah, need to just be more um, inwards and enjoy the time in winter to um, stay indoors and take time to reflect and mm-hmm. take time to process and take time to myself rather than always being on the go, active, out there, doing lots of stuff and um, changing from that that story because I felt like I was kind of holding me back in a sense but realising, no, there's a lot of really good benefits to having a season that is slower and um, not necessarily having these big spurts of growth and activity. So just as you were speaking um, about all that perception, that was really dropping in for me and, um, yeah, really valuable um, and, I, and I hope those who are listening, are tuning into this, are also um, getting loads of great um, take homes and, and lots of value out of this conversation because it is, it's powerful. It's really powerful, Yvonne. Um, you know, knowing that you've done this for so many years and shared through workshops and shared um, so much. I mean, it's just beautiful to um, just to absorb all of this wisdom that you have to share, you know, on a fortnightly basis. And I just love these conversations because it just sparks up so much so much great remembering and it's often it's easy to forget you know the power of shifting our perception on the way that we view certain things if we want them to change so now this is great Yvonne I appreciate you sharing you know when you as you're speaking I I, it it makes me think about this um bullying that's been going on in school and 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 at the moment also this um, there's so much going on in schools that we could, you know, that, that is quite unhealthy. Um, and it's it's against nature. So, but if, you know, what this bullying thing, it's all about because the person, the bullier is always lacking in self-esteem. Otherwise, they don't need to do it. But it's so easy to stop because you just hold up a mirror and you go, so what are you seeing in that person that makes you want, to you know force whatever do whatever um and how can you change that how can you change looking at the person differently that's going to make you feel better and therefore the other feel better and also you know it's and and then turn that back to so what what is your perception of self and when we come back to the self-love and 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 time and time again over all these years i've done work one of the underlying damage and 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 trauma that is caused is a lack of self-love and so when we look within ourselves and we and we change the perception of self and take it away from having to be like something that someone else has held up you've got you know you need to be this color or you need to be that size or you need to be that intellectual or you need to be you know passing that exam or having that ex- certificate and and it's always always someone wanting you to be more than you know and that perhaps you even need to be or want to be and nobody ever really saying you are beautiful as you are right now you're beautiful as you are so when we can change that perception of ourselves in whatever is possible and it always comes to me with the, the gratitude and the awareness that without me there is no life this is this is all there is and this is all you can have right now and right now is probably not the best of me i've had an eye infection now for a couple of weeks and so I'm probably looking almost as old as I am and and it's okay because this is what you get right and I love me I don't love myself any less because my eyes are swollen I you know I'm still me I'm still the same being and still and I won't allow any external forces to change my perception of me and my relationship to this beautiful gift of of you know of life uh, on this planet and and the mission that i'm on which 
is not an easy one. You know, we're all here together to take humanity out of this controlled matrix of of um, of greed, of of power, and diminishing and taking and distracting us from knowing our truth about who we are, how powerful we are. And, and so all these discussions that you and I are having and all the things that, that I've been doing for over 30 years and all the work you're doing and all the beautiful people that are coming forward and signing up and activating to take us out of this into, the, into a lighter, higher vibrational frequency, we are all coming to this realization that there is so much more and and that we've been lied to and that we can't i have to share with you you know i actually shared it, the brave new life chat uh, there seems to be some story going around here in melbourne victoria that 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 our um uh i don't know i haven't i'm not mentioning names but the person that thinks that he has control over us has, they have um, passed a bill that we are no longer allowed to grow our own vegetables. And, and I mean, to me, that is the joke of the world because how are you going to stop that? And what is lovely about that is that that is people are going, you've got to be joking. And, and for me, it's going, what a perfect time to start a food forest <laughs> because what we are learning is that we're coming back and we're changing our, our perception and our awareness. And, and what is so important about reprogramming ourselves out of the out of the head into the heart is that where we are heading, we are all going to be there for each other. And the first thing that we really need to do is not just reprogram and regenerate ourselves. We need to regenerate the soil. We are, you know, I wrote about it this morning. Every everything on earth is going through a regeneration process, and that includes the animals and the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom. We are seeing new plants coming up that we've never seen before. We're going to see animals coming that we haven't seen before that we thought were extinct, but because we're going into a high vibration, they've been they've taken off a long time ago. And I'm noticing it in my own animals that they are they're needing more nurturing. They're needing they're needing more calm. They're needing to readjust their vibrational frequency just as we need to readjust ours on this process. And so this reprogramming is also about reprogramming the way that we've been treating the earth and and our food reprogramming the way that we have been treating each other but that comes from how you've been treating self so and all of that to me is just changing the lens changing the lens of what are you looking through because your programming has given you a lens to look through and that lens gives you a picture that you have believed to be truth but if that picture doesn't feel good, is it truth? No. If it doesn't allow you to be the best of yourself in that moment, is it truth for you? No. Well, it is if you decide that that's all you can do. But what we're learning and what we're being opened up to is there's so much more within us and we're learning that the more we're pushed against a wall the more we're going within to find more of us we are multifaceted multi-dimensional creatures that have a, an infinite wealth of creation within us and i'm just absolutely in awe of what I see coming forward. And, you know, I, I go back to how I started my journey and, and exactly what I said. I just needed to, I used to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and, and sit and write, you know, 15 aff affirmations 15 times. And then 
in the end, I and, and then I would plug in somebody giving me more. All day I had something in my ears overriding the chatterbox in my head. And um, and I, I remember, you know, Louise Hay was the goddess of it all and, and she had this phrase, um, I love and approve of myself. And so that was sort of my mantra all day long. I would say, I love and approve, love and approve, love and approve. She said four, 400 times. I think I must have said it 4 million times a day. I love and approve, love and approve, I love and approve, love and approve, love and approve. And I didn't leave even a fraction of a second in between for that chatterbox to get a hole, you know. I was quite obsessive about it because I was determined that I was going to find my way out of the pain and out of this. It had to change. And so that was how I started to reprogram. And I disallowed the old to have any say until eventually, of course, I then that became a norm because I created this new neural pathway. And that is when I had enough space to start to actually write something that wasn't quite as obsessive as that. And 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 so I started to write my book or I started to write the material that is the book of, yeah, I found myself an instruction manual and learning how this operates and how this mind operates and how the chatterbox. And I thought, well, you're actually useless to me because you're giving me all of this information that makes you know, it has taken me where I am and it's not where I need to be. So I just need to totally rebuild. And I was equated to, you know, in, in I don't know, you're, you're probably too young for that. We used to take our white goods and have them uh, reconditioned, right? We didn't just go and throw with, we're such a throwaway society and that has to change. You know, we used to have our white goods and we'd take them and we'd ask them to be reconditioned. So they'd take out the parts that didn't work any longer. They kept the parts that still worked, replaced new parts, and it went for another 30 years for, you know, a tenth of the cost of buying a new one. No, you don't do that now. You just chuck it out and get a new one. And, and when I was, you know, in my nursing career, one of the most beautiful times that I loved was being in the linen room and, and having to fold the linen away because that was time, that was that time you talk about where I could just be in that stillness within myself. Um, you know, uh, washing and powdering gloves, um, cleaning and sterilizing syringes, these were, no, we don't do that. We just chuck it all out, chuck it all out, chuck it all out. And all we do is mountains and mountains and mountains and mountains of trash that now we have to somehow do something with. And it was, it's all this lack of accountability for, for, for something that is quick and easy. And, but those days are over. They're over. We need to reprogram ourselves. And that's why I love that we're, upcycling, recycling, repurposing, you know, and people are loving taking something old and making something special out of it. That is, that's the regeneration movement that is occurring because we have gone as far as we can go with the chuck away stuff. We can't go any further. We're drowning in our own shit, so to speak, pardon my language, but we are. And so we're on the way back. And I love watching that because and you can imagine I've been doing this for 35 years and, and it's been a long time to see this wave finally coming back. So I'm just sitting here going, yay, yay, all that work, it was worth it, you know. Now it's coming to fruition. And it is so vital that you learn how to operate yourself. How do I work at my best? What am I running on? You know, am I running on a fuel that is not giving me the best power? It's it's how many engines, you know, uh, uh, it gives me the analogy of if you put petrol into a diesel engine. Um, it It's done, right? And this is what we've been doing. We've been doing that. And it's time for us to value, value this and then give it everything it needs in our thoughts, in our perception, in our appreciation. 
and and then these are the most important things in reprogramming okay it's acceptance 100 percent warts and all appreciation okay and 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 this incredible sense of bliss within you that this is you this is life this is all you've got and the more you take care of it and the more you honor it and the more you keep filling it with thoughts of love of harmony of kindness and your and and your innate self that is when we're going to regenerate humanity to what it is in its natural state love it Yvonne it's so good thanks for sharing and um, thanks for inviting me on to have this conversation today about reprogramming your mind I really appreciate it and I'm um, really excited actually to keep doing the work keep reprogramming regenerating and look I love look I really would love comments about and you know people what what they're doing and what they're finding and how they're reprogramming themselves and because it is vital 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 right now to do and I just love doing the work. I love seeing the rewards. And I can tell you that we're doing good. Yeah, I agree. I think we're doing great. We're doing good. <laughs> so, so good. Another wonderful discussion with you, Shay. Thank you for sharing it with me. Always love having you along. And um, let's keep doing what we're doing and Sounds being good. who we are. Beautiful. See you next time. Love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this series. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode and get more conscious content online, tune into our online video platform at earthheroestv.com. Hope you have a great day, guys, and a huge love from me, and see you next time.